Hi, my name is Farron, and you're listening to Hungry for Apples podcast. Please follow me on Instagram, F-A-E-R-N, and check out my website, Farron.me. Grab an apple, enjoy the show. Hey, what's up? How's it going? Welcome back to Hungry for Apples. Today, I want to talk a little bit about uncertainty. It has just really been on my mind. And I mean, isn't this kind of obvious? The whole year has been like this. Every podcast I open up with, I don't know what I want to talk about. And because everything is changing so quickly and, and all of that. So, I mean, it boils down to uncertainty. And as I you know, kind of watch from social media and see the things people are saying and to see what's happening out on the streets in protests and whatever's going on with politics right now. Um, I mean, in general, San Francisco is pretty quiet with most of this stuff. So I really have to kind of peer out through the news um, and social media, but it looks fairly uncertain out there. And then on top of that, in you know, California is one of the states that's going to have a, um, you know, a, another lockdown period. Now, I don't know how many states that's happening to. I don't know uh, any details around that. But in San Francisco, to me, it's been pretty, I mean, pretty close. I, I have personally avoided going out pretty, pretty, for a pretty long time. And, you know, of course I've had to go do things like shopping and, um, go into some stores and stuff like that. But in general, I've been, if I'm out there, I'm going down to the beach or to the park and I'm, you know, maintaining a pretty strict distance from people. But I know how stressful this has been on so many people. I can see it. I can feel it. I mean, it's not like there are arguments in our streets, but the homeless population has grown greatly. And so I guess my point is this, even if you're not feeling uncertain, it is still in the air. It's kind of what is driving, it's the driving force, it seems right now. I'm very interested in how uncertainty, uncertainty affects the grand scheme of things, creating a loop of sorts. I mean, it could be a thought loop. Some would say that this ships shifts the timeline we interact with or are on and so on. I mean, I don't know if you watch Rick and Morty, but I obviously do. And there's that one episode where literally the uncertainty of them is splits their time in half and they break time. And that has always that very much feels like 2020 to me. How easily it is to lose track of time, to break time, to create uncertainty on top of uncertainty. It is almost as if we're supposed to be in this place that we're in right now. And I mean metaphysically and spiritually and consciously. I don't mean all of the terrible things that are happening. I know that there are a lot of people that are very sick. A lot of people don't have work. They've lost their homes and all of that. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the development of consciousness and of humanity as a whole. So 
if you think about how the that uncertainty was breaking time in that episode and it wasn't even a decision it was the moment before any decision was made that mm, eh, and then time is broken and then again and again the hums the haws the bargaining oh the i don't know all that stuff how often are you doing that in your life right now i know that i am and i know that that's a pretty big reflection on what's going on in the collective energy because of how sensitive i am it's part of my um it's part of the way my whole consciousness and spirituality kind of runs that's why i do energy reports and stuff like that on my youtube it's because i have a different sense of the grand scheme of energy that's moving through the people and um that's all that's about. So understanding that often we react to how something feels based on you know um relaying back to a previous time that we felt the same way. The this uncertainty is not allowing that to happen. And this is very confusing for a lot of people. It can cause anxiety and all kinds of things like that. And then there are a lot of spiritual people that um are starting to take on a lot of scientific terms. Now I'm not about to start talking about quantum anything because this bugs me out. When I hear very scientific words used when the relationship is so uncertain, but at this point, I mean, I basically walked right into it. There's a thing. It's called um it's from the principle of quantum mechanics it's the heisenberg uncertainty principle now i'm not going to talk about it because it's extremely confusing but there is this one definition that i found um very interesting so what i did was i went to um fizzlink.com and i looked up a question okay why is the uncertainty principle important The uncertainty principle formally limits the presi- the precision to which two complementary observables can be measured and establishes that observables are not independent of the observer. It also establishes that phenomena can take on a range of values rather than a single exact value. So Basically, if you are going to take that to a metaphysical level, when you're given a choice, you have to choose. If you choose to be uncertain, you're now in a a whole other zone. So this is why people are kind of having a bunch of anxiety. I'm I there's so much uncertainty going around that the ability to make a choice is becoming more and more challenging and i mean this on a metaphysical kind of spiritual level um but it does start to play out in our lives we're currently living in such uncertain times but yet we are wired to seek some kind of certain terms to create from and not having this can create a massive amount of anxiety in that seeking because there's no answer that's going to come from it what it is is there's a con- um a consistent seeking outside of ourselves so 
if we're basing our decisions on all of these things that are outside of ourselves, things that have already happened, you know, uh, often we relay future experiences on past experiences in order to understand how they're going to work. This is where the the issue is coming up for a lot of spiritual people. They're getting a little bit lost in there. The reason is that the certainty has been taken away for so long from so many people that it's almost as if there's going to be some kind of a purge. Now, not everybody pays attention to spiritual workings, but everyone is affected by the level of consciousness that we are interacting with. It's not possible to not interact with the other people unless you go live in a cave. That's kind of what I'm saying here. So if you feel like you're highly conscious, but you're interacting with a bunch of people that don't pay attention at all, and they're being um, very not so conscious, the open dialogue, the open communication isn't happening, this affects you personally as an energy sensitive person as a conscious person this is why everyone says you know choose your friends wisely and all of that now as someone that is wired to help people work with this i don't like to cut a certain type of person out i like to see how i work with that energy but over time you'll find that some people just aren't going to have the conversation and as an energy sensitive person as someone that's conscious and you know is wondering what to do next how do you work with uncertainty well if you're having trouble with that look at who you're talking to about that it will change for you so so many people don't know what to do with this energy, where we are right now, the, the high level of uncertainty. It's the unknown dressed up in new clothes, which is why people are avoiding it. There is a, there's this sense of, oh, we'll just figure it out. Well, if you're figuring it out based on something that you have no reference point, it's going to be really challenging. The flip side is the newness of it all. The recognition that this brings up fear is normal, but new is supposed to be exciting. So while all of this is going on, we as individuals can benefit from reestablishing our connection to our one certainty. That is our heart and our soul. The body we are in is the ticket. That's what's bringing us through these uncertain times. A high degree of self-care is required, especially when things get a bit crazy. If you're energy sensitive, check out my last episode for 10 basic tips. If you have any questions about that, please do let me know. So the reason I brought up the uncertainty principle, even though I'm totally not science enough to talk about it, is simply, like I said, because we have to choose. Otherwise, we get what comes with being repeatedly uncertain. And in a sensitive person, this habit can become very detrimental. I know from experience. It's because you never give yourself the keys that, ironically, you are already holding. 
It's almost like you have to acknowledge that. Not almost, it is. You have to acknowledge that. Not only are you holding the keys, you are the keys. Creating a certainty. The one thing that can't go away. That's something that I think is very important. And I mentioned it already, but I'm going to mention it again. The you in you. It's the setting of the roots in the soil. The soul. You. This will develop into a certainty that you can always come back to. I've spoken about it before in terms of practice, in terms of returning home, yoga practice, meditation, self-love, all of that wraps up into you acknowledging the, the you in you, that you respect yourself, that you care for yourself. No matter what else that goes on, you are caring for you. You have to love yourself through the hard times, and this will give you a really rich soil to grow from. Keep in mind that also too much information can create just as much uncertainty as not enough. And that is what's happening now, especially in the, in the spiritual community. A lot of people are now waking up. It is massive. It's almost overwhelming and they have access to all of the possible information out there, every single thing, all of the information that is 100% incorrect and 100% correct. I don't know how they're going to sort it out, but they will. But understand that if you're in the spiritual community or in the consciousness community, a big wave of this is coming and the confusion is causing a lot of need for information to sort out. It's not anything we can do anything about. It's even a it's not a bad thing. It's just going to be more confusing, confusing. And as you know, confusion being the state of expansion, it's going to create a greater awareness, which is something that we're all looking for we all need it will nourish all of humanity but we have to get through this portion of people being able to have open communication being able to have their own spiritual knowledge and ritual and whatever it is that connects them to themselves and to the earth and to consciousness we have to be able to be open and honest with them and not put our beliefs in front of them and hopefully they don't do that to us. This is going to help everyone going forward. It's just going to be a bumpy road for a little bit. I mean, think about it this way. Our brain. Our human brain has the capacity to imagine all of the worst things possible. The more uncertainty it is, there is, if this is coupled with gloom, death, fear, etc., the more likely the untrained mind or brain is to fixate, fixate on the worst case scenario. And as somebody that's listening to this podcast, it's going to be our job to understand that that's what's happening and to train ourselves to fixate on the more positive scenario. You see people talking about this all the time, and in, it's a little bit backwards the way they say it. They say, be positive, send love, wait. You have to understand that love is not necessarily all sparkles and sunshine. There is work involved, okay? You have to do your personal work 
And that is where it spreads from. It, I mean, telling everyone that you love them is fantastic. Being nice to people on the street, fantastic. But if you truly want to spread consciousness, humanity's consciousness, you have to actually do the work and not just put on the hat and put on the beads and say the words out there. The true work, the one that overturns guru culture, the one that overturns all the skeptics, the one that shows that we have a method, a path, and that we're living happy and healthy. Because what else do we really need? Right, we don't really need much else. We are in such a big shift that you'll see things come out from a lot of amazing people. And I've talked about Matt Kahn before, and I'm going to bring him up again. His big message right now is that humanity is in its dark night of the soul. Okay? The place that it's in is in the throat area. So this is why everyone is so needing to have information and speak their mind. It's not necessarily a bad thing. We just need to learn how to deal with it. The reason that we're in this zone is because we're moving from a head-based thinking culture to a heart-based acting culture. We're just not there yet. Some of us are, and we're trying to spread the word. For some people, this is the first time that this has ever even crossed their minds. And for some people, they've been trying to get this out for 20, 30 years. And right now, for some of us, we're watching and it is amazing to see. I am every day just, I mean, there's so many bad things, but there's so many good things. And I really hope that the acknowledgement of how important it is to be in our heart-based consciousness spreads quickly. This is the true course to well-being, which is supposedly what Hungry for Apples podcast is about. <laughs> well-being and all the types of well-being. So as I usually say at the end of the podcast, if you have any questions, if you have any topic suggestions, Anything like that, I really want to hear from you. The email is hungryforapplespodcast at gmail.com. And have a great week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Bye now. All right, that's our show for this week. Thanks for listening all the way through. If you enjoyed the podcast, please consider a small donation over at patreon.com backslash Farron. And feel free to reach out to me on Instagram, F-A-E-R-N. Or if you have any questions, check out my website, Farron.me. You can contact me there. You can see my class schedule and upcoming events. Again, you've been listening to Hungry for Apples with your host, Farron. I'm just feeling it out. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Bye.